Welcome to the show guys. This is Athlete Maestro and the goal with every single episode of the show is to help you break your mental and physical limitations in sports as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals. I'm your host Tola Ogunlewe. On today's episode guys, I want to talk to you about the right way to improve your technique as a young athlete. So I'm not talking about how you should improve it. What's the right way to approach improving your technique as an athlete look you, you can train right and you can work for for hours for days or all of that if you're not doing things the right way you're more or less wasting your time if you're not doing things the right way you are more or less wasting your time and that might be the reason why certain things are not working for you you're not seeing certain results you are not uh, you have not you have not been improving you have not been making as much progress as you would because you haven't been doing things the right way the right way that's a key word guys the right way i'm not talking about how the right way so you know whether you are using um, um this particular approach that this coach developed whether you're using this thing that you learned you know from somebody abroad or in another country or this expert What's the right way that you should approach it? That's what I want to help you break down on today's episode so that when you're stepping on the training pitch, the court, wherever it is, right, you know that, okay, I need to impute these things into my training if I want to improve my technique. So I'm not talking about the rudiments. I'm not talking about the main things. I'm talking about the way your approach, your manner of approach and how that should change. This episode, guys, is brought to you by my free email course, on how to build your mental toughness how to build your mental toughness you're a young athlete you struggle with the mental game then of course this is one episode or this is one email course rather that you want to sign up for it's going to help you start today building your mental toughness athletemaestro.com forward slash mental toughness athletemaestro.com forward slash mental toughness to get your hands on that free email course so that you can start working on that mental game. When you're done, come back to this episode, the right way to improve your technique as a young athlete. Welcome to Athlete Maestro, a podcast tailored for athlete development, improvement, and peak performance. And now, here's your host, Welcome back to the show, guys. So we head straight into it. So like I said in the intro, you know, this isn't exactly about, you know, how to do it and what to do. No, no, no. It's the right way to approach it. And the, right, the first way, guys, that you approach improving your technique as a young athlete is that you need to start working on your technique under pressure. You need to start working on your technique under pressure you've been working on your technique for so long you know you are you are dedicating hours to it you are putting in all the effort you're doing all the things that you should be doing but you notice that you're not improving you notice that there's no progress being made could it be that it is because when you actually get to do or execute those techniques you are under pressure and guess what when you're going to be competing at whatever stage it is, there's going to be some element of pressure involved. So one of the ways that you should approach improving your technique is that you should work on it or at least try to simulate it under pressure 
whilst you are practicing because you see a lot of athletes right you know when they're practicing you know it's always um, um about you know fun and being jovial and you know just more or less like playing down the importance of that practice or what you're working towards you know just to feel inclusive and to ensure that again i mean yes i always preach that you should have fun so we're trying to listen to you tell her that we should have fun no guess what now you're trying to achieve something very specific you're trying to work on a very specific part of your game right so in working on that part of your game how should you approach it what's the right way you should do it i'm not saying that every training right on your technique should be under pressure i mean come on so every time you go try and train under pressure no no that's not what i'm saying but it's one of the ways that will help you improve because in that practice where there's no pressure where there's no expectation you can do certain things in certain ways to test how far you have come to test how much you have improved so it's not that it's every training that you should apply these things no 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 what we are saying is that you want to ensure that this thing is being improved you want to ensure that you're getting better at this thing try doing it under pressure because when you're going to perform and execute anyways the pressure element is going to be there so that's the first way guys that you should approach improving your technique as an athlete the right way right the first one is under pressure number two guys is when you're tired number two is when you are tired you see everybody can train when they're fresh muscles are not fatigued you know your, your mind is not drained mentally are still sharp everybody can do amazing things at that point in time how many people can do it when they're tired you know i i posted a clip on my instagram you know when i had the interview with jay demerit you know and one of the things that i that i asked him during that interview you know was <laughs> what separates the 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 average athletes from the elite athletes you know the the teams that are always battling relegation you know from the elite athletes you know what was what was the most difficult thing about playing at that highest level you know and he said look it's staying mentally sharp when you're fatigued so towards the end of the game when you've had a long season when you had a long week like in those critical moments when all you want to do is rest staying sharp staying alert staying focused in those moments was the most difficult thing that he struggled with so it means guys that if you want to improve your technique one of the ways you should try to improve it is when you're tired when you've had a long week because guess what when you go and compete right there's going to come times when you're tired so that technique that you have practiced so much when you were tired it then becomes very easy for you to execute it why because you have done it when you were tired you have done it when you were tired but you see athletes love to train when they're fresh you know first thing in the morning you know when i've just been on a one-week holiday or when this has happened or when that has happened what they forget is that it gets to a point in execution right when you're not tired on monday we looked at fanny blanca's coin right and one of the things that she talks about is how now in the olympic games you have heats before you get to the final so heat one then i think you have second round then semi-final then final by the time you're getting to the final you're not as fresh as you were when you were competing in the heats so it means that the technique 
that you wanted to execute or the technique you want to execute, the technique you want to use, if you haven't practiced it when you were tired, then it means that you are not at that point where you would flawlessly be able to do it because you have not practiced it in that way. Because you have not practiced it in that way. So if that is clear, one of the things that you then want to do when you are going into training is, yes, I would work on it when I'm fresh. Yes, I would work on it when I feel good, right? But can I also work on it when I'm tired? You know, the, the tennis season is in full swing. So I think the athletes are in Rome at the at the ATP Masters 1000, you know, in Rome. And they've been there for, I think, a week or two weeks, right? So the point is, for the athletes that are in the final now, so I think Djokovic is playing um, City Pass for the women, I think Ons Jabeur is playing Iga Swiatek, I think so, right? They are not as fresh as they were last week when they came. So the things that they want to execute in this final now, if they hadn't done it or worked on it in training when they were tired, now that they are, ti- now that they are tired in the final, right? Muscle memory. How does that connect? So that's the second way, guys. Number three way, guys, is that in different training environments. In different training environments. So we talked about pressure. We've talked about when you're tired. Number three is in different training environments. You see, you're, you're never always going to have the best of conditions to execute when it matters. So you go to the Olympics and it starts raining. Okay, what then happens? Right? Or you go to the Olympics and that day it is humid. What then happens if all the while when you trained or when you practice this technique it was always in pristine conditions how are you going to adjust and that's why it's always advised for athletes that you know practice in different training environments in different training environments when it's hot when it's cold outdoors indoors you know uh, with, with this level of uh, support with this level of noise with this level of distraction you know let, let's go to the beach let's do this let's different training environments that will simulate and work on different things you cannot always train in the most pristine of conditions and that's when you see athletes it's raining today i'm not training it's raining today i'm not training right it's cold today i'm not training um i don't have this particular shoes on or something i'm not training i don't have this uh, particular thing on i'm not i'm not training right it defeats that purpose of when you are going to execute you cannot predict what is going to happen you have to train guys in different training environments you know can you can you prepare and anticipate everything that is ever going to happen absolutely not but to the best of your abilities you can try to simulate those conditions so that's number three and number four guys is in more competitive environments mirror competitive environments i remember when um, i had tom Mura on the podcast so tom Mura is a football coach who you know has about what 20 20 years plus experience or something like that like you know he, he knows the thing in and out you know and one of the things that we talked about when we were talking about skills and technique he said look these things are very difficult to work on why because i can help an athlete work on their passing when you know there's nothing going on around but when they're going to play, right, in the main tournament, in the main match, receiving a pass, you have maybe like two players trying to mark you. 
right? You have so many things that are distracting you. You have so many things to compete with. So if all this athlete has been working on in training, right, is receiving a pass or giving a pass, you know, in with, with, with the freedom of the whole city on that pitch, how is he going to translate that to when he gets to a match and before he has even received the ball, people are already kicking him. Before he has received the ball, people are already kicking him. So you see, guys, you have to mirror competition environment. What would it be like in the competition? Are people going to be screaming at me? Let's try and mirror that. And that's what um, um, Vince Carter's uncle did to him one of the times when he was preparing to go to college. The guy came to the gym where he was working out, where he was trained, and he began to scream profanities at him. You're not good. You're a useless athlete. You're never going to make it. You're just tall. You're just this. You know, and the guy was looking at his uncle like, is this guy on my team? And of course, after the training session, the uncle then calls him in and he said, look, what you just heard, or what you just witnessed is a tip of the iceberg. Because when you go to this college that you want to go to, when you go and compete and play these games that you want to, guess nobody is going to be smiling there. So I am one person. Screaming at you now, 5,000 people are going to be screaming at you then. But what you see with athletes is, just like I gave you the last example or in the last way, is that you want to train in the most pristine of conditions. Ask yourself that this thing that I'm working on, right, is this how it is going to be in competition? If the answer is no, and most likely the answer will always be no, then it means that as much as you can get it closest to that competition environment you want to try that why do you think that athletes warm up on the tracks where they're going to execute play on the pitches where they're going to play or warm up on the courts where they're going to play before the game right because that's where i'm going to execute so i want to start getting in the environment the atmosphere right even before that time so that I can get to it. I know for a fact that in football, you know, so whether that's the Champions League final, whichever final it is, each team prior to that final gets an opportunity to train on the pitch so that you can mirror competition environment. So for you, the young athlete, right? I'm not saying that you're going to be able to mirror it completely. I'm not saying you're going to be able to mirror it perfectly. No. What I'm saying is that you need to at least try to mirror it to the best of ability that you can to the best that you can right if it means getting a friend involved do that if it means you know going to uh, somewhere hostile maybe you go to a court that is not your area and you know people are going to be looking at you and asking you questions like you know who is this person where did he come from why are you using our court and things like that you know just to you know maybe simulate a pressure situation or maybe that's how it's going to be where you are going to play guys you have to mirror competition environments mirror competition environment and the last one guys is deliberate practice deliberate practice deliberate practice it is important guys that when you're trying to improve your technique you have to be deliberate about the practice and of course you know deliberate practice is a topic in and of itself that you know i can teach in in a one hour class or thereabout. you know but i just give you the snippets you know and i've shared this example before on the podcast where there were two athletes who were trying to work on their shooting in basketball. So you had athlete A and athlete B. So if you've never heard this before, trust me, this is going to absolutely change your perspective of training. So athlete A is a guy who would throw or attempt his shot right at the basket 
if he misses or even if he makes the basket you know he would trudge over to the ball he would get the ball you know do some between the legs just bounce the ball around go back to the starting position then he will shoot again and he will keep repeating that for athlete b whenever he shot the ball if he made the shot he would write down whether it was a swish basket so a swish basket is a basket that doesn't touch the rim at all right it just goes in swoosh it would it would note down whether it hit the rim before going in he would note down whether he hit the backboard before going in if he missed he would ask himself or he would note down did he miss to the left or did he miss to the right or was it that he hit the rim in the front and came back so he would take note now which of those two athletes would you say is more deliberate with the practice of course it's athlete b because at the end of the practice session athlete b can tell that i often tend to shoot more to the left than to the right because most of my misses right where to the left so maybe it's the way i angle my body maybe it's the way i shoot maybe it's my shooting motion is going to have data to work with all of that so when you're working with your training if i asked you after the training session what worked what didn't work will you be able to tell me what worked and what didn't work will you be able to tell me will you be able to categorically say that you know it's, it was because of this thing or it was because of that thing or maybe i need to then change this or work on this or all of that you see deliberate practice guys is the right way i've just given you a snippet right i mean you can go into detail with this and you know take all the time in the world but i'm only giving you a snippet into deliberate practice that's one of the ways that you're going to improve your practice or your technique rather as a young athlete the five ways again number one is under pressure you have to do it under pressure if you're not doing it under pressure, you're not truly testing yourself. Number two is when you're tired. Towards the, I mean, the, the FA Cup final, right? As at the time of this recording, you know, would have been played between Chelsea and Liverpool. These are guys who at least this season, they played over 40 games, the players. They're not going to be their freshest. They're not going to be, you know, at, their, where, at, at the stage where they're not tired. It's towards the end of the season. Everybody is tired. So it is the things that they've worked on in practice when they are tired. Now they will be able to call on it. That's number two. Number three is in different training environments. Different training environments. When it's hot, when it's cold, all those things. Number four is mirror competition environment. What's it going to be like in competition? And how can you mirror that? How can you try to copy what it would be like in those situations? And number five is deliberate practice. Number five is deliberate practice head over to the website guys athletemaestro.com check out the free and paid resources that we have for you there all of it is geared to helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports as well as coming up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you haven't left us a rating and review what are you waiting for what your rating and review does is that it helps other athletes Find the podcast, know that is a worthwhile resource to use so that they can achieve their goals in sports. And of course, your reviews help them make that decision. And of course, when you subscribe, the episodes get automatically downloaded to your device of choice. Do not forget to get that free email course on how to build your mental toughness. Athletemaestro.com forward slash mental toughness. Athletemaestro.com forward slash mental toughness if you have any questions whatsoever send me a mail tola at athlete maestro.com tola at athlete maestro.com
I'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show. Remember, knowing is not enough, you must apply. Willing is not enough, you must do. I want you to go out there. I want you to begin to practice your technique the right way. I want you to go out there. And I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.